How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back with our first installment of Fan Mail Friday for the 2021 regular season. In this show, for those of you who don't know, we take your guys' questions on our YouTube community tab, our Twitter page, and our Instagram page, and answer them for you guys on the show prior to the Bears' matchup in that week. So today, we're going to be answering all your guys' questions about the upcoming game, Week 1, Sunday Night Football, Bears versus Rams. Before I introduce myself and my co-hosts, I would like to say we did take yesterday off, but we will have videos the rest of the week, and we are pumping them out as constantly as we can. The way we try to differentiate ourselves on here uh, on all three platforms that we post on is by posting the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web. So if you haven't already, do us a favor, join the ride with us all season, drop a like, subscribe, follow if you're listening on one of the podcasting platforms. Your guys' support keeps us pumping uh, like a very, very hard-oiled machine uh, each and every day. We are very, very busy. But I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, to answer your, some of your guys' questions, I am joined with my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, pretty good one yesterday, man. Uh, I believe, what was that, 31-29, to 29, uh, the Buccaneers pulled that one out. Uh, what did you think of that game last night? It was awesome. I uh, couldn't have asked for a better start to the season. I mean, we love seeing game-winning drives at the end of the season. I mean, at the end, this to they gave Brady too much time. They yeah, didn't look, they didn't look at the 2020 tape of the Bears, and you just got to make sure he forgets the downs. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, but, you know, the Cowboys played well. I thought Dak Prescott looked really good coming off of that injury. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper both went off in fantasy. Um, and Tom Brady did his thing. Uh, he looks really good at age 44. It's surprising to see him play that well at such a high level, at such a old age. Um, and then, obviously, Chris Godwin had that sick catch at the end. Uh, some may call it a pass interference. I personally didn't yeah. think so. I think the defender was backpedaling and stuff. So, you know, I was cool with the no call there. I think the game was played really well, and I'm excited for, I guess, Sunday. I mean, we got all the red zone and the Bears. 48 hours, man. Yeah, yeah, really good game. Um, CeeDee Lamb, Rob Gronkowski, Michael mm -hmm. Gallup, Amari Koo. I mean, everyone played well except for Ezekiel Elliott, so sorry for his fantasy owners. <laughs> and uh, but a really and good Jack game. Uh, yeah, yeah, a really good game. I'm not sure if the next game on um, Primetime NBC on NBC is going to be the best one because we play in it. Um, but yeah, it uh, should be an interesting one. Great way to kick off the season. Football's back. We're excited to bring you guys coverage this today and then the pregame show tomorrow. But before we get into this one, we do have a message from our sponsors today at MyBookie. So let's get right into that. Now, here at the show, we wouldn't recommend a service to listeners that hasn't been good to us. That's why MyBookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, and they pay. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They have the most rewarding player perks in the business for you fantasy guys out there. And you can bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. If you use our promo code BD, you can get to – you can get – your first deposit doubled up to $1,000. Visit MyBookie online today. The link is at the top of the description. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use our promo code BD when creating your account to claim their bonus. Bet, win, and get paid. Make it a winning season with MyBookie. Thank you so much for sponsoring Parth. Here we go, man. It's been a while since we've done this. We have a ton of questions to answer today about the Bears and the Rams from Instagram Twitter and our YouTube community tab. So let's hop right into it. Uh, and I think 
there's no better spot to start than here. You know, the quarterback position has been uh, the buzzing one all offseason, all preseason, all training camp, everything. So let's start first with this question from Lang Smash. He said, how short of a leash will Nagy have on Dalton? Obviously, Andy Dalton's going to be starting this week one game, Bears versus Rams. How short do you think his leash is heading into this season, Parth? I don't know how short it could be, but if it's as short as Mitchell Trubisky, we could see Andy Dalton get pulled out week one. I mean, if, uh, I think Nagy was just waiting for the time where Trubisky was basically feeding into the loss. If Andy Dalton's feeding into the loss, I expect Dalton to be taken out. If he's throwing the ball over at times where we need points, um, that's exactly what Trubisky did against that Falcons team. We needed points, we were down, and he threw the ball over, turned the ball over. And I feel like something like that happens, and uh, Dalton's done. Uh, it's going to be quick leash for him. Uh, Justin Fields definitely seems like he's ready to go. And Matt Nagy, even his last press conference, uh, seemed like he he doesn't, he doesn't wouldn't have minded starting Justin Fields. I just feel like they're holding their promise that they kept to Andy Dalton yeah. from the beginning of the season. That's all it really feels like at this point. Um, but I feel like that leash is going to be very short. So Justin Fields could be in this Sunday, or he's going to be in next week or the week after. But I'm not too sure. All I know is, the leash is definitely not as long as fans think it could be. I saw an interesting stat yesterday, and it was that all Bears teams coached by Matt Nagy since he came to Chicago in 2018 have started the season 3-1. and one. Uh, okay. There's been a lot of optimism about these Bears teams as they've started the season, and rightfully so. 3-1 is a pretty good start. I'm not entirely sure that we're going to get that this year if we keep an Andy Dalton. Um You've obviously got a really tough test week one. The Bengals, we'll see how they look with Joe Burrow back week two. At the Browns week three, they're a team that's going to be really vying vying uh, to make the Super Bowl there in the AFC. And then you've got Detroit week four. So I would hope you can see Justin Fields within those first four weeks, and that's not a knock on Andy Dalton either. I said it. I'll say it again. I think he's going to be better than Trubisky slash Foles was, but I don't think he's going to make the cut. I think the Bears know that they need someone better if they want to win games this year. They have the third toughest strength of schedule in the league. So I'm going to go ahead and say that it's pretty short uh, leash, and I don't essentially think that means you have to root against the Bears either. Um, the Bears could still win football games with Andy Dalton, and if he plays bad, we could still see Justin Fields subbed in. It's going to be whoever gives the Chicago Bears the best chance to win on a week-to-week basis. So it should be interesting to see how this week one matchup plays out. Uh, I don't think we'll see Justin Fields on Sunday personally, um, and I'm also pretty confident that we won't see Justin Fields in week two or three. I think I'm eyeing that week four personally. Um, but we'll see how Andy Dalton plays. I mean, it's, it's all on his shoulders, uh, and he's going to determine when Justin Fields' time really is because uh, it's all up to him and how he plays. So uh, I, I, I think he doesn't make it past week four. Uh, that's my personal guess. Or guess. Let's head on to another question from Lane Ferris. This is a very timely one. Obviously, if the Bears want to give themselves a chance in this one, they're going to have to step up defensively. Lane asks, how many sacks do you guys see between Mac and Quinn combined, obviously Robert Quinn and Khalil Mack. Will one of our starting corners get their first interception? And how do you think Jason Peters holds up at left tackle? Uh, that's a three and one one. And uh, let's start with the defensive questions, Parth. I'll go first. Sacks between Mack and Quinn. Um, I mean, the Bears only recorded one sack against the Rams last year. They've got a pretty good offensive line that's headlined there by Andrew Whitworth, who continues to get older, but he ages like fine wine and continues to play good football when he can stay healthy. Uh, I'd like to see three between them, two from Mac, one from Quinn, uh, and I hope someone else there on the Bears' front can step up. Uh, I don't know if that's 
too unrealistic of a prediction, but I think that'd be a good number. And in terms of starting corners, getting their first career interception, I think that would have to be someone uh, like Jalen Johnson or Kendall Vildor. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Uh, Matthew Stafford's normally pretty protective with the ball. Uh, if the pressure does get home, maybe they'll have a chance, uh, but I'm going to say no interceptions for Stafford in this game, but hopefully the pressure can get there. You know, there's a difference between obviously getting a sack and getting pressures, but if the pressure can get there constantly, maybe we can see one of these guys, Jalen Johnson, maybe who had a couple opportunities last year to get his first career interception. Uh, but once again, it's going to come down to Robert Quinn, someone who we've been talking about all week. So Parth, I'm going to pass this one on to you. How many sacks do you see collectively between Quinn and Mac? And then do you see someone like Vildor or Jalen Johnson getting an interception in this one? I honestly see two sacks combined. I think Mac gets one and Quinn gets one. I'm really hoping for a big year for Robert Quinn. I think he's got what it takes. Obviously, he did a couple years ago in Dallas. I mean, he put up 12 sacks there, so he, he can do it here in Chicago. Just needs to find his place, and hopefully they can get it going this year. And for an interception, you know, I'm going to say none of the corners get one, but Roquan Smith picks up his third interception against the Rams. Yeah. That would, that would be kind of fun to see. Um, You know, Matthew Stafford does get careless at times, Um, but it is hard to pick him off, but I would love to see a Roquan Smith interception. I think that would be super nice. Yeah, uh, that would be nice. Roquan obviously has had some success against uh, the Rams in the past, and it's also worth noting, I actually just remember this, Robert Quinn didn't really show up for the Bears much last year, but one time when he did, even though it didn't really matter, I believe was a strip sack, or no, not a strip sack, I believe it was a forced fumble on Darrell Henderson that Eddie Jackson picked up and brought back to the house, so that's worth noting. Uh, if Quinn can get some pressure... Maybe he can have another strip sack. He was known for that in Dallas back when he was there in 2019, so it should be interesting. Let's head over to our Instagram page now with some of these questions. This one comes from Jack Nagy, uh, ironically enough. (laughs) Almost 100% positive that does not uh, have any family lineage with Matt Nagy. But he said, do you think we score at all in this game? I'd be astonished if we even put up one field goal. Uh, the Bears put up three three points uh, collectively as an offense last year when we went and played the Rams. Um, so I'm not that confident either. I do think the Bears invested in their offense this offseason. I'm not too confident in the offensive line. But, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll give them a touchdown. Hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for a lot more. I think we can put up 20-plus points. You know, you guys are. I think you guys are doubting Andy Dalton a little bit more than Trubisky and Foles. I think Foles in that game just looked shaky from the start. If that's the case with Dalton, then yeah, we won't be scoring as much. But, you know, I think Dalton can let it up a little bit. I think week one, the defenses will be a little bit rusty, so I think we'll have a chance. Yeah. Uh, Next question. This is an interesting one uh, from Williams 85 on Instagram. He says, do you think Justin Fields is a good fantasy player? Uh, You know, this is something that we're going to have to continue to monitor, obviously, when Justin Fields comes in is going to be uh, the name of the game in that one. But I do think eventually when he does come in, Justin Fields will be a good fantasy producer. He's someone who can scramble, use his legs in an offense like that of the Bears. We haven't seen Matt Nagy fully commit yet to giving David Montgomery the ball. It's always been the quarterback passing a lot. So I do think eventually when the time comes, Justin Fields will be able to accumulate a lot of fantasy points. Mitchell Trubisky was actually a really solid fantasy quarterback because he also had the potential to boom or bust in a lot of games. But I think once Justin Fields does come in, uh, he'll, he'll get some pretty solid fantasy production. Um, I think if I wasn't talking bears, um, and I was doing a podcast about something else, football, I'd love it to be fantasy football. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Justin Fields will be pretty solid, uh, once he does get his opportunity in terms of fantasy production, Parth, anything to add there? I mean, I think you hit it on the head. Uh, he's, he's got 
he's a dual threat quarterback, so you know he can take off anytime he wants to. Um, I drafted him in some of my leagues too, so I'm excited to see what he's got in store. Yeah, yeah, should be interesting. I actually didn't draft him in any of my leagues just because um, he didn't get drafted in some of mine, and also um, some of them he went super starting early. yet. And yeah. in fantasy football, man, uh, roster spots are surely valuable. So I, I, this is my little dynasty league, so you know I, I like. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a solid pickup. Exactly. Uh, let's go to this next question from Jacob Kozak on Instagram. He said, "Will Darnell Mooney or Marquise Godwin, or uh, yeah, Marquise Godwin, get more targets?" on Sunday because Ramsey's going to be on A-Rob mostly. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I think Mooney uh, gets more targets than Godwin. I think they both get a decent amount of looks. Uh, you take a look at the back end of that Rams defense. Obviously, Ramsey's going to be there. And you've got Taylor Rapp and Jordan Fuller at safety. But their second two corners, Darius Williams and David Long Jr., uh, they're still going to have tough tasks with Mooney and uh, Godwin. But I'm going to go with Mooney. Uh, he had a lot of targets, not essentially catches, but targets, last time these two teams faced off. Mooney probably should have had one or two touchdowns in that. Yeah. Uh, but I expect him to be able to get open for his quarterback like he always is able to. I think last year he had some of the best yards per separ- uh, yards of separation on some of his catches in the league. So I'm going to go ahead and say Mooney. Uh, I like Marquise Goodwin a lot. Godwin, I don't even know how you say it at this point. Yeah, I should have um, asked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have asked him when we talked to him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, you know, Marquise Godwin's been a good player in the league when he's healthy that's going to be the big question mark for him this year. And also he hasn't played productive football in quite a while. So I'm going to do, I'm going to go with the safe pick here and pick Mooney Parth. I yeah, think I hit too. it on the head again, but anything else to add there? I mean, he is Jalen Ramsey's father. So uh, we're about to see some big yards. He's bound to dominate against the Rams. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> All right, let's do one more before we close this off a little bit of a shorter episode today, but we did send out uh, the polling for questions a little bit late, by the way, uh, in the future, for those of you listening anywhere, we put up the polls for these questions on our YouTube community tab, as well as our Twitter, Instagram pages, as well as our personal Instagram pages. All the links to those are down in the description. So if you want your question to possibly DM, shoot a DM or anything, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, get it out there somewhere. Comment on this video, whatever you want to do. Uh, one more question here from R.D. Henderson. He said, when will our O-line be ready to dominate? Uh, man, that's a little bit of a tough one. So it seems like the Bears this Sunday will go with Jason Peters, Cody Whitehair, Sam Mustafer, James Daniels, and Jermaine Effetti. I think it's uh, it's upgraded a little bit from last season. I do like the addition of Jason Peters. Uh, he was banged up and still had a pretty solid year last year uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. I like that they have James Daniels back healthy. I think Jermaine Effetti uh, was actually pretty solid for Chicago last year. Um, a lot of people did not like that signing, including myself, including myself when he came in, but they obviously switched him out there on the line, um, which was an interesting move and ended up working out in Chicago's favor. So, uh, I don't know about dominate, you know, I, I don't have the most confidence in this offensive line if I'm being completely honest, but I do think at times they'll be productive enough to be able to get David Montgomery and the running backs going. I'm not sure if that's going to be the formula that's going to work this Sunday against the Rams, but I do think against some weaker run defenses, we can see David Montgomery, Damian Williams, Tariq Cohen, once he's back and Khalil Herbert get some good opportunities uh, to put up a lot of rushing yards. We saw it happen at the end of last season. And I do think that we'll see a little bit more of a consistency in the run game this season. So Parth, uh, good question to end it on about the run game. When do you think, what do you, basically, what do you think about this Bears offensive line? And do you see them getting it going and getting into a consistent groove at any point this season? I do. Uh, I'm a, I honestly am not a, not, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
But, you know, I think a lot of people are criticizing this offensive line a little bit too much. Um, you know, the inside offensive line is really good. I love the interior. Uh, Sam Mustafer, Cody Whitehair, James Daniels, those three are very solid. We know they those three can play at a high level. Last year they did. Sam Mustafer looked really good um, when he was put into the center position. And Cody Whitehair and uh, James Daniels are pretty good guards in the NFL, I think. They oh, yeah. Good they're they they're good. the staples on the offensive line. Exactly. Sure. They've been here for so long now. I think James Daniels, a Hawkeye. Um, um, he, I mean, he's he's been great for us. <laughs> Thirty-four to six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we play Idaho this weekend. But anyways, no, I was just gonna say this offensive line. I think is getting a little bit too much slack. Obviously, the tackle position is a little bit scary. I'm a little bit scared of Jason Peters. You know, he's 39 years old, but he is an All-Pro. Um, that you can't forget that that experience. Um, he has that knowledge. He has is gonna be transferable to Tevin Jenkins, who's hopefully gonna take over. The right or left tackle position when he's back from his back. Hopefully, he can come back this year. I don't know. I don't know. I really would hope he can come. I think it if he comes back this year, the run game elevates. Justin Fields will Absolutely. be playing at a higher level. Uh, and the Fetty, uh, you know, last year bringing him in, like Chris said, we weren't the biggest fans of it, but he played a serviceable right tackle position. You know, he didn't allow too many sacks, the pressures and stuff. Yes, they were there at times. His penalty but- numbers were down. I mean, he still had a decent bit of penalties, but the penalty numbers it wasn't as bad down. as it was against Seattle. Uh, or we saw him get thrown around by Khalil Mack too. So none of that's <laughs> at least happening anymore. But yeah, the interior is something that I'm excited for. I think Montgomery can find some holes through the middle of this offensive line. Um, the tackle position, obviously, a little bit shaky, but you got to give it. You got to give it a chance. I think J- Jason Peters has too much time under his belt to not give him the start, especially week one. Yeah, the depth is the only thing that would probably worry me with like yeah. Borum and Elijah Borum and, uh, and, and, and then uh, the seventh round picks from last year, Simmons and Hambright. Uh, so it, it bars too, who hasn't really bars. shown much. Um, so a little bit weary as we get to the back. The, the depth but. is definitely not there. Um, I think that's due to injuries, though. I mean, losing a guy like Jenkins hurts because then you would have had Peters, I guess, as a yeah. backup or something like that, or even if Fetty is a backup. I don't know what the, what direction they're planning to go in, but if. If Peters plays as a really well left tackle, I would not mind seeing Jenkins come into the middle of the season at right tackle or something. Yeah, uh, it should be interesting to see how he develops. Uh, obviously, he's getting up there in age, probably will be a Hall of Famer one day. Yeah. Bring some good experience to Chicago, and if he can stay healthy, that could be another uh, solid late-in-the-game addition by Ryan Pace, like Alec Ogletree, like Jesse James. So it should be interesting to see if the Bears can get any sort of run game going this weekend. But thank you guys for tuning in to our first installment of the 2021 season of fan mail friday before you go if you haven't already drop a like subscribe comment any questions you have we're going to be answering some down in the comments uh up until game time the next two days so if you guys have any questions just drop them down uh and me and parth will definitely be answering some of those if you would like more content from us head over to the top of the description to our website beardown.com you can find columns articles and blogs we're getting you guys ready for the week one matchup between the bears and the rams once again BearedDown.com. If you'd like to enter giveaways, we have see sneak peeks of guests that we're going to have on the show and also interact with us and let us know what you want to see here. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at BearedDown. And finally, you can find the links to all of our personal pages down in the description, our Instagram and Twitter pages. Definitely worth following. It's another great way to interact with us. And you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the NFL, and the entirety of Chicago sports. Parsha, the grind continues. We get closer and closer here. Uh, the, the week has closed out. We're entering the weekend now. Big day of college football tomorrow. The NFL kicked off yesterday. We're going to have a full slate of 15, 14 games. 13 games? I don't 14. know if they're doing the Monday Night Football. Double Monday header. Yeah, I'm not sure, but 
a ton of football on Sunday. So any last words before we close this one out? Yeah, like you said, a ton of football tomorrow and Sunday. I'm super excited. Uh, college football definitely is it's a different type of football, but super enjoyable. I love watching it. And then the NFL, obviously, the pro athletes just going at it at a high level. Couldn't have asked for a better sport. So happy that it's back. Last night was a blast. Um, the game was incredible, like I've said already. Um, Tom Brady's the GOAT and bear down. Yeah, uh, Tom Brady, definitely the greatest of all time. I'm I'm not essentially someone who's loved him throughout the years, but to see what he's doing now. at 44 years old, it's incredible. And yeah. also to see what Dak Prescott was doing last night when it's a, a little bit obvious that he's not 100% recovered is is wild too. So I, I, he looks like someone. he's a top five quarterback. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's I mean, definitely gained my fandom. And yeah. you're kind of you're kind of pulling a Cowboys overreaction there on Monday, but <laughs> I'm just so excited for all the football. Uh, Skipping Shannon, baby. <laughs> Yep, Skip and Shannon. We can go back and forth like that all day at the debate table. But a lot to look forward to this weekend. The Bears play in just about 53 hours and three minutes. They're going to kick off. Uh, it's 3.17 p.m. on Friday right now. I believe I did that math right. But, man, time is flying, and this is our bread and butter. We're looking forward to it. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Maltby. And Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.